today in my garden. Let's read the instructions first because I don't want to screw this up. Full sun or full shade. Never seen that before, but we'll see, won't we? Regular feeding and an occasional trim to keep in shape. Who doesn't need that? It's quite posh, isn't it? Japonica. So if you come around here with me, I can show you, well, I can't show you, but I've got a salvia, um, which I only learnt the name of recently. I've had it for ages. It smells gorgeous, even when it's not in flower. And there are like little tiny two, three petal flowers on it, um, which are partly red and partly white, sort of lipstick sort of effect, really. I used to call it the lipstick plant, which sounded a bit rude, really. I don't know why. Um, anyway, so it's gone a bit woody and a bit leggy and a bit scrappy looking, even though it's flowering and is a pretty thing. Um, I split it uh, a couple of months ago because it had got out of control big. And it is a nice big growing plant and it fills a big corner. So I've put half of it in another bed, but now it's gone a bit ooh, sad, maybe, or a bit kind of sparse and too woody. So I'm going to transplant it into another section of the garden where I think it'll do really well and what I'm very keen to have in this in its stead is this huge japonica now not only do I like the name japonica <laughs> which I don't know I went to school at primary school there was a, a girl called Jocasta and I was always quite intrigued by her name it's quite posh isn't it japonica anyway so it's a brilliant I've admired them for ages and I didn't quite know what they were until I spotted one at the garden centre yesterday and it's quite tall it's quite um, advanced this one and it's a very I the 1970s sort of cheese plant look to it it looks like it could well be an indoor plant actually very glossy very big almost like a bigger than a hand span uh, like a big hand sized leaf with these really beautiful stems which have nothing else on them until they get to the end this big leaf sort of comes out and uh, the rainwater's collected on it overnight actually so it looks very attractive and juicy at the moment so I'm going to put that in the ground and the reason I'm putting it here is not just because it's full sun but it means I can get to admire it every day when I look out the kitchen window there are other places I could put it but I wouldn't see it as regularly and I know that through the winter it'll really please me and I can keep my eye on it as well it'd be nice so let's get digging I'm very pleased that it's been raining because the soil is just joyful. Now, the collateral damage of digging around this root, getting this root ball up, is we've got a little nasturtium, nasturtium plant popping up. But you know what? They're a bit too a penny, really, so we can probably have that coming with us. The issue I've got with this plant is, and any plant in this situation, is that it is right up against the neighbour's wall, well, our wall, dividing wall. And so getting in behind it to dig a circle around it is a little bit of a challenge. And so we can't get too far away from the, the roots, unfortunately. And even just touching this plant means that the smell comes right off it. It's a really... Oh God, how do you describe a smell? I'm not in the business of doing that, so it smells dead nice, is all I can really say. Right, okay, so we've got lift off. Bit of a pull, it's very heavy. That is a, that's a two-man job to lift that one up. Because the soil's quite heavy. So I'm gonna get the wheelbarrow and dump it in that because I can't carry that. 
um, and it won't go in the bucket that I've brought along for the job. So, okay, wheelbarrow, to the wheelbarrows. <laughs> this wheelbarrow's seen better days. The bottom of it's about to fall out and I don't quite know why. It's not like it's had heavy use with like bricks and whatnot. Maybe it has. But anyway, my, hus my husband, my other half, Steve, has done some sort of budget job with putting a bit of wood underneath it. I have suggested that the rain may make that a challenge, but do you know what? It's lasting for now. It's going to do the job. So let's get this plant in it. Jeez. Oh, you know when you think something's going to be reasonably light because it's actually quite a sparse plant the root and the soil that comes with it it's really heavy and actually that's quite a big root ball so i'm gonna have to dig another big hole to get it into the ground where i want it let's hope it's worth it come on salvia i think in the winter i'm going to cut it right back but for now it'll do it's a bit of green and it's a bit of beautiful red and white and nice scented flowers so it's earning its keep what we've got now is a hole in the ground, which is ideal for putting the new juicy japonica into it. Um, I'm going to clear it up from some weeds first and get it clear. And um, I'm tempted to put a bit of compost in there. I'm going to offer it up. I'm going to offer the japonica into the hole. Take it out of its pot. Like I said, it's quite big. And we're going to see what happens. In fact, let's read the instructions first because I don't want to screw this up. Full sun or full shade. Never seen that before. Do you either you're in or you're out, basically. <laughs> There's no like partial dappled sunshine to come through. So dig soil improver into the soil. Dig a hole twice as big as the pot. Remove the pot. No, really. From the root ball and place it in the hole ensuring the top of the plant root is level with the soil surface. Backfill soil around the roots and water well. It flowers in autumn. What you get with a japonica are white flowers I believe and then you get some sort of black seed pod showing. So I think they're quite dramatic but we'll see won't we? Regular feeding and an occasional trim to keep in shape. Who doesn't need that? Who doesn't, eh? Right, so it's got full. It's going to get full sun. It's not going to get soil improver other than homemade compost out of all the tea bags and the eggs that we eat and all the vegetable peeling. So let's do a bit of that. <clears throat> got a, a bucket of compost here. And this soil is anyone's guess, really, that um, I'm putting this into. This bed is made up of... Uh, this bed is actually on top of an old pond that went a bit wrong because we weren't pond people um, so we got rid of the pond carefully may I say looking after all the fish that were in it we let set them free in a local little pond so um, so it's a I don't know this soil's a bit dodgy I think so we're putting this compost in to give it a bit of extra love and then I'm going to dig it through a little bit This is just the challenge I have. So you get stones, like bits of construction stone, all the way through. So hopefully my legacy will not be leaving stuff like that. My legacy in this garden will be providing lovely, lovely soil for it. Right, Japonica. Jocasta Jap Japonica. 
let's have you in there see what see what occurs so it's a really well established plant already it's got a nice trunk on it as a way so I'm grabbing hold of that I'm not going to touch the root ball <coughs> oh hello what's this snail get out okay are you level with the top of the soil japonica yes I am <coughs> not quite again more stones get lost <coughs> okay let's try again japonica let's try again I've levelled you up a bit more. Yes, I think you are. Is that the right position? No, turn you round. Do you know what? I think I'm a bit OCD with my levels. If I see a plant slightly askew, <laughs> when it first goes in, it kind of annoys me. And you can easily do that if you don't have a level ground underneath or you, you press it down a bit too hard in one way. So I'm just going to stand back because it is such a big plant. You don't really want to get it wrong. Uh, when you put it in because it will be annoying to change it but it looks lovely there wow really really handsome I like the way the leaves are so glossy it really reflects the light and they're very green so the black railings that divide um, us and the neighbours and it looks very dramatic against that black actually so that's nice do you know what you don't have to stick with stuff once you put it in the ground so that salvia was in the ground and it was very attractive and appealing and smell, smelt nice. But it's had its day and I think it's a bit like in your house, you know, you kind of every now and again want to decorate or change the furniture around or maybe you can afford a new carpet or something. But um, I think the garden's the same and I think it should just be pleasing to you. And if it's not quite exciting enough or it doesn't, you just got a bit bored of it or a bit used to stuff, you know, you get used to stuff and you don't, you don't take it... Um, you take it a bit for granted. So a new thing and a new corner just lifts you a bit, I think. Anyway, I'm going to backfill, as the instructions said, around the root ball now. And then we're going to give it a bit of a drink. Not a very good drink because it's been raining all night. In fact, I don't know where my, where's my backfill soil going to come from. I'm going to have to use this compost. Oh, yes. Right. Okay, off we go. shove it all in now what's coming out of this pot for some reason is uh, a load of crock crockery so I've got loads of crocks what they call crocks not the footwear bits of terracotta bits of old plate bits of old cups that fill the bottom of pots for drainage I don't know why that was in there don't want to be digging that in with japonica do we I find it hard to remember names of plants. I really have to concentrate to do that. Because some of them just don't make any sense. Or they've got no... Like salvia. Never heard that word before. I mean, it's not... I don't know. Some things I just can't remember. It doesn't matter, does it? That's the problem. People think it matters to remember the names of stuff. Well, it's just you and your garden using your eye to decide what you like and what you don't like or you in the garden centre choosing something or going online and ordering something the names don't really matter i tell you what though when I'm watching a TV programme with gardening on it I really should have a notepad and pen with me and I think oh I'll definitely remember that 
definitely remember the name of that beautiful plant I saw and I really want in my garden. And then no, I'm really tamping it down now with my foot, pressing it in so it doesn't blow over in a strong wind. It's looking great though. Oh, I'm dead excited about that. There was a time during lockdown when, the, when nothing was open, you couldn't get any compost. I was limping behind an old bag of compost and hodgepodging a load of old pots of stuff together and then of course going down the bottom of the garden to the compost heap and making sure that was you know providing again I've said before I don't think that compost is amazing I think it's maybe tea bag and poached egg detritus <laughs> cups of tea and poached egg detritus heavy in the mix so I'll <laughs> have to maybe vary it up with a bit of other food items next year. You can't put cooked food into compost. So it is a bit of a, as my mate Phil Todd has said, a rat kitchen. <laughs> I love Phil, he's great. He's got this really big plot. His house is a an old bank, it's converted bank in a rural area. So it's this nice little place, but then around it is loads of land. And uh, for years he had it as a kind of little farmstead um and he knows about things and we have a bit of a laugh because he th says things like yeah you need to go to this website to get your your grass seed it's called meadow mania it's like something you'd never really think about googling or looking at or taking seriously but if phil recommends it then then that's good in my book oops just oh well, that's okay i just trod a little bit too closely to japonica there and snapped off one of her lower branches but you know what it didn't have anything on it so that's okay right i'm just pressing with my foot gently now <laughs> around the root ball making sure that is really filled a really good way of plugging all of this in together and making it work well is to give it a really good soaking so the air bubbles any air pockets rather that you've got in the soil can get filled in if you if you leave that bit the roots have nothing to grow into, I'm guessing. So it's important to get this bit sturdy, even if it makes your boots all muddy. There we go. Right, Japanica. <laughs> Are you in? Are you tucked in? Let's see how you do, darling. Oh, it's, I just, it's like nurturing little, little things. If you've got sort of a nurturer's, nurturer's bone in your body, then gardening's a beautiful way of expressing that, nurturing. You might be the grumpiest sod in the whole of the land, but I bet you'd like a bit of a garden and being kind to your plants. It's lovely. Right, I'm thinking, oh, you know what? You can spend your time just perfecting things, can't you? Right, that is good enough. I'm gonna get a hose on that, give it a good drink. Now the leaves have got a little splash with soil, so give them a bit of a... It will, you know, dry off and blow off eventually, but, you know, you want to have a nice, a nice looking finish to your little bit of hard work, don't you? Always wanted a garden. Always, always, always. And when I was living in London, big city, um, in rented accommodation of course you know you couldn't make your garden your own at all if you had one if you were lucky enough to have one I lived in a number of flats with no outdoor space so I had window boxes one of which 
blew off <laughs> once. No, we won't, won't mention that. The damage, all the mess. But anyway, um, used to grow geraniums and pansies and things like that. And that was my sort of first foray into gardening, was using window boxes in a flat, number of different flats. And I was a big fan of the geranium because it just looked good, vibrant colour for a long period of time. Winter flowering pansies were great. Um, what I didn't know at first was that you had to deadhead them, so I just let them all go to seed and wondered why it was all a bit disappointing. Uh, and then my mum came to visit and went, um, I think you'll find your pansies need a bit of a deadhead. Mum's lo Mum loves a bit of deadheading, I have to say. It's her thing. It's like tidying up in the garden. <laughs> she can't sit still, my mother. Right, I think that is well and truly drenched. Okay, everyone. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck in the bed.